It's the Weekend Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to this special Christmas cracker edition of the Weekend Show. My name is Ken Kidney, and I have the great pleasure of being joined by my jolly co-host, Garrett. Say hello to the listeners, Garrett. Good tidings to you, wherever you are. Beautiful. With Christmas now only less than four weeks away, Gar, we are getting festive on the podcast and officially kicking off the holiday season with our holiday special. Holiday, because, you know, it's Christmas. you're not allowed to say Christmas anymore. And Hanukkah and um, what's Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is the black, black, what, what is Kwanzaa? Black Christmas, basically. Black, it's black Christmas. It's, there's an official reason for Kwanzaa, but I don't remember what it is. I read it and then I forgot it. Yeah. Uh, not that I forget black people. I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. Coming up in just a few minutes, we will bring you some of the more interesting stories from the past week before channeling the ghost of Christmas past and talking the best and worst of Christmas toys. All that and coming up a little later on, we take the headache out of your Christmas shopping with our Netpicks gift guide. More on that later, but before we get this Christmas pudding rolling, Gare, how was your week? Have you been a good boy? I'm always a good boy, Ken. Are you on the good boy list? I hope so. I don't want coal. The coal is practical. Coal is practical, but it's, we have a gas fire. Yeah, that's true. But especially in the... the I have no fire in my apartment. Yeah, you just freeze to death. In the the cold winter months, coal is a very practical gift. It is. Don't don't downplay coal. The price of coal is actually very high these days. You could sell it for something that you wanted. Is the price of coal really high? Well, yeah, but like fossil fuels are becoming rarer. So they're... So just stockpile coal. Yeah. In like 50 years, people will be coming to your that's door. That's the thing. So you'd be a naughty boy for about 20 years and then you'd cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> cash in you'll be a coal billionaire there's uh if i've live tweeted the toy show last night and i have a lot of international twitter followers so i assume they were very confused there the toy show is a, the toy show is a particularly irish phenomenon it was on last night yeah basically it's it takes place it takes place one day a year yeah uh, usually in the last week of november the first week of december uh it's a spin-off of the late late show which if you don't know is the longest running talk show in the world at 53 years yeah suck it america and your mediocre talk shows so it's it's actually since we've had a, a national television station it's had the late late show in in some form or another and every year uh, I don't, i'm not sure when it started uh, this one year they decided to have a special episode where they bring kids in and and just talk the Christmas toys of the year and have the kids be the presenters and they've done it every year since. Yeah. Hosted by three different people. Yeah. Gay Byrne, Pat Kenny, who is dreadful, and yeah. Ryan Tuberty. Who who seems in his element. He all seems in his element in the toy show. Because he, he just kind of passively aggressively passive aggressively mocks children. Yeah. It's just like, ha, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and usually makes jokes that go way over their head. Yeah. But no, it's not about that, but it's just a nice thing. It's that, partially about that. Well, when you become an adult, it becomes about live tweeting it and making funny quips so people retweet you and favorite your tweets. But when you're younger, you, you, you'd get in your pajamas, you'd stay up uh, a bit later because it's, it's... It runs till midnight. runs till midnight and you get sweets uh, or, or candy. I still get sweets. I still get sweets. I did as well. I ate far too much Pringles last night. Yeah, I was going to mention this because... As a kid, you get stuff like, I don't know, fruit pastilles and... and uh, A regular tube. Uh, yeah, or like... Uh, bag of skips. Bag of skips or something. And then as you get older, your your junk your junk food food binges get like... Bigger. Like, get really, like, classier. Like, uh, last night I had an entire Toblerone. Oh. You know? 
Toblerone. I associate Toblerones with airplanes. Yeah. Because I, I don't think I've ever bought a Toblerone unless someone has brought it back for me after buying it in duty free on a plane. It felt strange. It felt strange to actually just buy my own Toblerone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got classy with it. I, I had Pringles and marshmallows. And I was going to get marshmallows, but I didn't. I have got the Haribo marshmallows. They're nice marshmallows. And you just in didn't get marshmallows. Yeah. And there, I got tots too, but I didn't get to the tots because I, I felt I would have felt too gluttonous. Yeah. I got super full at the end because we had pizza as well. <laughs> Did you enjoy the toy show this year, Ken? Um, well, like for those of you who haven't seen it, last year they had Ed Sheeran and they had uh, Danny from the script. Yeah. Um, like so, like it was pretty pretty high class last year. Yeah. This year they had uh, a local weather woman. Don't don't you diss Evelyn. And Evelyn is great. And David Williams, but as always, they always have those like one or two kids who are like. Because, well, in this day and age, become memes. Uh, yeah. People share the videos. You know, they're like her- hilariously cringy or, or strange. Or There was this child who went to see a presentation made by Evelyn Cusack, who's an Irish weather woman. No one else outside of Ireland would know who she is. In fact, a lot of people within Ireland wouldn't really know who she is. It's like, oh, that's her? Yeah. But he became quite enamored with Evelyn and he made a weather-based board game. Yes, and which was a ripoff of Monopoly and Snakes and Ladders. And he also gets very excited when she comes on the telly. <laughs> yeah. And when she doesn't, when someone else does the weather, he gets rather disappointed. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a, a Winky Fleming kind of guy. Are you? Yeah. Did you meet him? I did. I thought I think I met Evelyn as well. Yeah. I've met most of the RTE weather people. Ooh, I'm on top of this. Who starstruck? Yeah. But um, yeah, the, like the, the kids make it like there's this other kid. Uh, she was a, a little Asian girl named Lara. Yeah, she's a psychopath. Yeah, she she started off with a joke about killing a pony. Yeah, um, totally lost the room. Yeah. And then she uh, she went ahead and sang all of Let It Go. And when they tried to stop her, she just looked at him murderously. <laughs> she wouldn't let him stop. She wouldn't give back the microphone. Uh, but there's all, all, you know the other kids like some, like rapping uh, farmer kid. Rap, there's a rapping farmer kid. Uh, the parade of of vehicles, uh, which is always funny. They kind of get the bikes of the year and the little motorized vehicles that kids go around in, and they have a little parade. Sadly, there was no like multi car pileup. No children no. nearly died. Yeah. the best of those is when they send far too many out at once and they all collide into or each one other. Kid doesn't know how to quite know <laughs> how to use the thing, so it takes them ages to get across. But uh, yeah, but like you know. Uh, equally it's kind of fun to see the kids who actually nail it like the first kid was like on point except she for was, her name was kazoo she was making little jokes complimenting the crowd she really knew how to work the room yeah but her, her name was kazoo cool name though you think you know me it's different yeah can you play obscure reference scare yeah. but um yeah toy show it wasn't as good as last year i would say last year was a pretty stellar in fairness it, ha- it had evelyn cues who, who cares about ed sheeran oh pop star bono was in town though yeah and he didn't even show up and they almost hinted at it as well that they, bono had, they had mini bono playing a bono song they also had david williams which is about as as, as star studded as it got uh that was nice though because he writes children's books so yeah. they have the yearly book slot that people zone out of because nerds yeah, but, uh, you know, he writes nice children's books, kind of in the vein of Roald Dahl, really. In fact, the person that does the illustrations on his books is the same person that did Roald Dahl's ones. Uh, but, you know, and he, like that was a, a sweet little moment as well. Uh, but, you know, I think the one that went viral last year is when the, the kid was singing Ed Sheeran in one of those uh, singing games. Yeah. When he did the game segment and he showed up behind her and started singing with her. In fairness, nothing would beat Robbie Keane, kid. Yeah. That kid... 
loved Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. If you're from America, he actually plays football in America now for the LA Galaxy. We had a lot of American listeners last week. Yeah. A lot. He plays He plays for... Uh, uh, just a little side note. We'd like to thank everyone for listening last week. It was our most listened to first week episode ever. Ever. If, so, we do, if you don't listen this week, we hate you. We hate you. What? Where, where did you go? Yeah. Where did you go? We gave you gold last week. We're going to give you gold this week. We've set up expectations and now you're just knocking them down. You're disappointing us. And it's Christmas. You can't disappoint us at Christmas. Yeah, so we're very satisfied. It's like a, a very successful first run. Yeah. For an episode. Well, we've had a successful episode. But we had one episode that we still don't know where the listens are coming from. It's, but it's 600 been, now. It's up to 600. It's like 500% more than every other episode. Yeah, and they still roll in. Like every single day you check, like uh, generally between Wednesday and Saturday, no one listens to new episodes of our show. But every day there's those listens for that episode rolling in. Yeah. Some some weeks it's more than the current episode. Yeah. But anyway, the toy show. Yeah. Ryan mm-hmm. Tarbity going steadily more crazy as the But like that's the thing. Like it's one of the funny things that like every year you're gonna like that was a good toy show or like shit toy show. <laughs> it's always a good toy show, can climax. They had a nice theme this year actually. Beauty and the Beast. The actual set looked really nice. It was Beauty and, and most, the Beast themed. It looked like a castle. Most of the musical numbers were pretty good. The the one, except Mini Bono, who was terrible. That guy was awful. Yeah, he couldn't sing at all. And like both, both like they did, they kind of get samey with the musical acts. They also have a band. They also have an ensemble, some kind trad of trad session. Trad session. Rock. But, rock. Uh, they also have a choir of some kind. But uh, both years they had the band. The last two years, the backing singer, there's one backing singer that was better than the guy that was actually <laughs> singing at the front. Uh, they actually did a, a musical number from Matilda the Musical, which is actually, I think, was the highlight of the night in terms of performances. Not uh, Ryan Tarberty singing Be Our Guest. No. He tried to do a French accent, which was kind of offensive to me. Says the guy who said, I don't hate all black people to start this show. Let's move on from that, Care. Our top story this week, deep in dark concern that the future of the human race is doomed. Thankfully, it seems to have been a false alarm. In case you haven't come across it, let me fill you in. So, Garrett, do you want to... Man buns, Ken. Man buns. Man buns are a thing I barely tolerate in the first place. Yeah. Mostly because they're universally terrible looking. I don't know why men you know, get man, man buns and look in the mirror and go, yeah. But it's one of those things like a famous person does it because Jared Leto did it and then... Well, Jared Leto, dumb. Leo DiCaprio did it. And Leo DiCaprio is not dumb. I can't call him dumb. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We're the, back to dumb. The Swedish footballer who plays for PSG did it. So Well, the, was his a man bun or a ponytail? Because there is a difference. I'm fine with ponytails. Well, well he had a ponytail, but then he, he progressed to the man bun. Yeah, because the, the, it's, it's, it's not a natural progression. It's like a, a deformation of the ponytail. Yeah, so he... He's done it's like so basically it started famous people started doing it and men go, If I do it, women will like me. Yeah. So then it started from and hipsters in general. Hip, embraced hip, it, it is a very, very hipstery thing. Uh, like I I that and a beard. That's an unkempt beard, importantly. Unkempt beard. Well done, Gar. It's funny because you have a beard. I do have a beard, which is quite unkempt at the moment. But or no one knows you have a beard because this is a podcast. Unkempt. Unless they unless they've social media stalked us. Well well yours is yours still the Muppets thing, your Twitter profile. Uh, no, it's me and my girlfriend, because, you know. Ugh, the Muppets thing was nicer. Happy birthday to my girlfriend. It's I bought her a present. Today. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Nicole. Happy birthday, love Nicole. Love you. I love you. If you go back and listen to episode one, she was on it. Well, we're, we're, what we're speaking about in particular, Gar, is a Groupon promotion yeah. for a clip-on man bun, yeah. or mun. Uh, and it went viral this week, or last week. Yeah. It's it's a thing. It's, it's, just, just give up on society, Ken. 
Ashley Hamer, who works for Groupon, posted the ad and just expected to get a few clicks. Thought it was would be a fun little promotion to kind of gain a bit of attention. Because it's stupid. Uh, but no. Instead, the, the thing just blew up. Mostly with, uh, you know, local and international media outlets having a little bit of a, 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 a whinge about it. You know, it's like... Because it's stupid. Is this what the world has come to? This, this, is, is, is this what the world has come to, Ken? You Don't know, you mock that outrage. Really? That is justified outrage. Really, is this a thing? Then there, there, it, went, it, it went viral in another way where people making photoshops of people with... Famous people with muns. Their muns are stupid. For example... Though, though I, I will make this commitment. If, if we beat... 50 like, we got 50 listens in our first week last week between when we put the episode up and when we recorded this episode if we get a minimum of 51 this week i will wear a mun for a whole week fine let's shake hands yeah, you can't okay. see us listeners we're shaking hands right now yeah but so um, 51 listens 51 listens basically they had this kind of thing with people photoshopping you know Obama. And don't don't one person listen to this over and over I'll see through I, that. We get listener stats. Yeah, but you have to do it from different computers, though. Still. Okay, I'm trying to make... It, anyway, famous people with muns. Thanks, Karen. Uh, Barack Obama, uh, Donald Trump, and even Darth Vader, which uh, I've seen that fig- picture. Google it. It's quite funny. Well, Trump's hair is awful enough as it is. Never mind adding a mun to it. Hundreds, literally hundreds of media outlets from CNN to, to GQ and the New York Post quickly hopped on the old bandwagon of of incredulous to uh, to the weekend show you should have thrown us up in there to the weekend show which is number one in that list yes but you know they're kind of like this is stupid and awful and the worst thing that's ever happened to mankind we should all give up on society and just you know stare bleakly into the distance i didn't know this is a job hamer ashley hamer who we spoke about earlier who posted the ad is the editor at groupon's headquarters in chicago she said she still can't believe it that it's gone viral uh, with a quote from ashley It's a surreal experience to see your words just about everywhere. Sometimes I've been tempted to to say, hey, I wrote that on Twitter, but I've just been sitting back and watching. Probably because she doesn't want a barrage of hate. She will be maimed. Maimed. She has brought this into the world. It will take her from it. (laughs) (laughs) Never threaten people on the internet. Uh, Coincidentally, how to grow a man bun has been one of the most popular uh, style searches on Google this year. So Ken, Ken, why? It is a bit of a, a an epidemic. It's tragic. It's a tragic. It's a tragedy in society. I think that, as we we said, the the trendiness of the man bun uh, is the source of the Führer, not Führer. not uh, Adolf Hitler. Führer. <laughs> the Führer. Führer. Uh, it's kind of a a, a a offshoot way of saying fury. I don't know why. Furor. F u r o r. It's 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 a weird. It's a hard word to say. Furor. 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 I can't say it with again. My mouth. We we should really do the spin-off podcast of words with but Darren Ken. Basically, hipster bashing humor most often goes viral these days. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Bashing hipsters is perfectly fine in my book. So it made the ad an easy target for uh, online outrage. But like all things that go viral on the net, guard the man, uh, uh, it uh, had a, a certain effect for Groupon. Groupon are. Are, are laughing all the way to the bank. They're not... Uh, they sold 11,000 of them. They sold 11,000 of them at 9.99 each. So who's laughing now? That's a lot of money. So people so people thought they were funny by making fun of it, but they spread it and people bought it. So This is the worst. This is this is why mankind will crumble, Ken. I think unless, sh- unless people bought 11,000 of them to pile them into a pile and burn them. That's so act- no one has to wear That's them. actually one of the news stories. Like, yeah, well done. You're like just like the journalist. <laughs> yeah, I can do news. But... 
like, I think it just, the line between men and women is becoming too close. I mean, women use hair pieces to, you know, have fancy hairstyles on a night out or, or, or to augment what they already have if they have shorter hair. That's fine because, you know, that's a beauty thing for women. When men are doing it too, some might say, oh, it's sexist. Men should be able to do whatever women do. But it's just it's just like, like maybe I'm a bit old school, but men shouldn't be that concerned about what their hair looks like. Yeah. That they have to fake their haircut. I get I get two haircuts a year gen- generally, which is shave it all off and then grow it all back and then shave it all off and grow it all back again. Just to sum it up, Aaron Yeager of Groupon said the sales were purely driven by the coverage. So, haha, hipster bashers. If you, if you listen to this podcast and you hear about this story and you go and buy a mun, I'm disowning you. I don't want you as our listener. <laughs> Gar, we can't afford to say that. <laughs> we can't afford to disown anyone. We love the man bun or mun. We, we, if, you are, if you're listening to this and you have a mun right now, welcome. Please don't turn off because of what Garrett just said he didn't mean it also I will pay for your haircut disclaimer I have no money <laughs> disclaimer I owe you <laughs> yeah, disclaimer I'll do it myself <laughs> <laughs> they say that there's no place like home but for the sounds of this next story Dorothy is about to upgrade to that penthouse in the Emerald City that's a lot of money for a dress is what I would have called this story <laughs> yeah uh what we're talking about is Judy Garland's dress from The Wizard of Oz. One of the ones she wore. I'm assuming she wore more than one. Yeah, I hope she just wore one. Just one. Fetches 1.5 million at an auction. That's a lot of money for a dress. So, well, it's 1.56 million at a New York auction last Monday. The blue and white gingham dress. I'm sure that means a lot to a lot of you. One of the 10 thought to have been made for Garland in a row. That answered that question, yeah? Yeah. There's, there was 10 worn in the movie. Was among the top items at Bonham and Turner's classic movies, Hollywood memorabilia auction. So, this this is the kind of thing that goes on often. I'm assuming. I assume not for 1.5 million pounds, though. This is dollars <laughs> we're talking. Yeah, a dollar, same thing. It's Appar- not the same. Apparently, thing, like but... like it does have a, a worn look because it has sweat stains around the neck, but it's uh, it was in generally good condition from also, what I'm told. It's pretty much like 75 years old. <laughs> It had been expected to, to fetch 800000 to 1.2 minutes, so it exceeded estimates. Uh, that includes commission, and the buyer was not identified. Um, so I, I watched a documentary one time about the fandom of The Wizard of Oz, and they're quite fanatical. Do they have names? Uh, Wizarders? Ozers? Ozzies? I suppose Ozzies would cause brand confusion with Ozzy Osbourne. It would, but... Uh, just to give you a, an idea, uh, uh, again, of, of their dedication, a year ago, the cowardly lion costume worn by Bert Lahr in the movie sold for almost 3.1 million, 3.1 million, I should say, in at the same auction house. That's a lot of money for a costume. 3.1 million. You could make your own replica for much cheaper. I know, but I suppose they want the one that was in the film, I guess. But I would have thought Dorothy would have been more sought after. Especially the dress and Judy Garland. But apparently people like being cowardly lions. It's not the most expensive uh, memorabilia from a film ever. Uh, the iconic uh, dress worn by Marilyn Monroe, the ivory pleated subway dress from the 1955 movie The Seven Year Itch that sold at auction in California in 2011 for, guess this, get this guy, 5.6 million. That's even more money for a dress. <laughs> that you just kind of display and like, oh, yeah. there it is. Look at it. I'm so happy with it. That cost me more money than my house, probably. That cost me more than most people earn in a lifetime. Like, probably two lifetimes. 
Do you think do you think people will want to buy weekend show clothes? Yeah, if you want to buy our clothes, just tweet us and we'll send you some of our old clothes for yeah. uh I've worn the five. shirt on at least like half of the weekend show episodes. Yeah, so um if you want to give us one point five million for our clothes, we'd be happy to take it. I'm going five point six or five point five point seven actually. I want to break the record. Yeah, so st- send your check in a stamped address envelope to the weekend show in Ireland. It'll get there, surely. I'm sure it will get there. Ideally, wire it via PayPal or something, then it goes directly to me. But uh, just, it's just astounding. Just like the, the, you know, I know I from watching that docu- documentary, I knew that the, the the Wizard of Oz fans are pretty, Ozers. they're Ozers, like Yellow it. Brickers. Um, what's that the name sounds of the, that sounds a bit dirty. Yeah, it sounds like they're pooing themselves. Uh, uh, what's the name of the flying things? The monkeys. The flying monkeys. No, I flying monkeys. I think. Yeah, okay. The Flying Monkeys would be a decent name for Wizard of Oz fans. Thinking outside the box, car. Well done. It's the Flying Monkeys. But it never uh, fails to astound me how much people will spend on stuff that they're passionate about. Yeah. Like, you know, movie memorabilia and stuff like that. Especially movie me- memorabilia. It tends to, tends to bring in big bucks. But uh, in fairness, if I was rich, I'd spend money on stupid stuff like that as That's well. That's true, too. I like, just, just like Iron Man costume. Uh, you you know. can get a fairly decent Spider-Man costume for like $800. From the movie? Or? Not from the movie. You can get it like self-made, but they're pretty convincing. They're actually pretty good. I know. But I you... haven't put any research into this at all. If you, <laughs> yeah, like say, mom, <laughs> yeah. I know what I want for Christmas, but would would you would you buy one here? Would you buy uh, one from the movie? Like, if you had lots of money? Yes. Yeah. Like, like indisputably, yes. My house would just be full of this stuff, so I can't complain. Like, if I could buy a Batmobile, I'd buy a Batmobile. Oh, I totally would. And I'd buy the spinning platform. So oh, it, yeah. it rises up from under the ground. Build a bat cave and it's like, dude, dude, and water falling all over the place. And it's like, oh, I can't drive. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, click it's the just button. It just goes up and down. Yeah. Finally, we ease ourselves into the Christmas spirit now with this last story. Robot pets and Star Wars droids. The must-have toys of the 2015 shopping season are revealed. Um, Gary, are you surprised by this? There's there's lots of technology things and mostly Star Wars. It's it's a lot of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh it's only kind of uh, basically this is a list made by the Associated Press. Yeah. But it's uh it's uh anticipated to be the the, the top toys. There's actually strangely enough, uh, unlike other years, there's no like number one toy emerging as like the must have one. Like that Doctor Who voice changer that year. Yeah, the was, uh, uh, like went for absurd money. Yeah, on eBay, people were selling it for like triple and quadruple what it was worth. Yeah, uh, was, like, was it the the Cyberman one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was worth like thirty bucks, and it would have went for hundreds. Here, here in Ireland last year, two parents got arrested in Dublin for literally beating each other over a sing along Elsa doll. That's stupid. From Frozen, there's actually a new version of it this year with a, a microphone where you sing "Let It Go" and. Uh, that was the one the kid hogged on the toy the toy show. Yeah, she she wouldn't let it go. Lara, love it. There you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's going to be the big toy for the girls, I think, this year, as well as the uh, forever forever doll. It's kind if, of if like, you want to get me a sing along Elsa, Ken. I'm perfectly fine with you getting me a sing along Elsa. The forever doll is basically a uh, kind of one of those old style dolls with like long hair, and you can kind of take care of it. It's creepy. My Little Pony is making a huge comeback this year as well for the girls. Just And the bronies. Yeah. The Don't bronies. you rule out the bronies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you know, kids are getting a lot more sophisticated with the stuff that they want. They want tablets. They want smartwatches. Stuff like that. They should want Wii U's. But uh, uh, one of the, like Star Wars toys are, 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 are said to be the hot toys and the ones that are going to uh, top everyone's lists. Um, 
I'm going to name some of them for you, Gar, and the astounding prices for what they, uh, oh, what they cost. Oh, goody. Stupid prices for stupid toys. So there's a, a Black Series Kylo Ren Force FX lightsaber from Hasbro. It's the one with the two bits at the side, you know, the, the new yeah. one that everyone... That will chop your own hand off by accident routinely. Yeah. And everyone freaked out about when the trailer came out. Guess how much the replica cost, Gar? 50 bucks. 199. That's stupid. Make your own. Get some plastic. A miniature version of the BB-8, which is basically the new RTD2. Oh, the little droid thing in here. From the new Star Wars film, The Force Awakens, which is is, is also expected to be a must-have. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's two versions. There's a remote, remote control version. How much is that? A hundred. hundred and two. Close. Nailed close. it. Is the is the, the price on Amazon. Um, what about the app-enabled version? You can control it via app. Oh, God. 140. One forty nine ninety nine. You're nearly getting there. Good, good at prices. I I think app related things are stupid because it's just like, look, it's app enabled. You can ride it to drive it with your phone. Yay! And it's just, and the fact that kids have a phone is sad, saddening enough in the first place. Go outside. Give them one Luke Skywalker action figure and one Han Solo action figure, and send them outside. Use their imagination. Exactly. I become but, a curmudgeon when it comes to children's toys, like, Ken. Kids as, far, as low as nine have a phone? What do they need a phone for? They should have one of those phones that have like two buttons. For mom and dad kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, for safety. Uh, Star Wars Millennium Falcon RC Quad by Spin Master is actually a remote control version of the, the ship, so you can actually fly it. Yeah. How much is it? 100. 140. Okay. That would be pretty cool. Flying a Millennium Falcon is yeah. pretty cool. I would want that. Out of all of yeah. them, I would want that. And I had actually had, I had when I was a kid, I had the double-sided lightsaber, which was one of the only good things about the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was very happy with it. In so. fairness, good soundtrack as well. But that was cheap at the time. That, that wasn't like $199. Yeah. I also have a problem with the Phantom Menace in that regard. Yeah. Because Ken, if you saw, because that's the first movie in the chronology and there is a double-sided lightsaber in that film. But in no other film. Yes. So we know double-sided lightsabers exist as early as the first film. But for some reason, no one else is using them. They're too dangerous, Gary. They are outlawed by the Federation or whatever. They, no. No, everyone should be using them because they're amazing. You can just go... Vroom, vroom. Uh, if you're out there and you're a parent and you're saying, Oh my God, my, car- my kids are going to bankrupt me. Fear not. There is a Star Wars item that's quite... Uh, affordable affordable lightsabers <laughs> uh, Blade Builders Jedi Master lightsabers set from Hasbro it, you just make your own kind of weapons uh, it's forty nine ninety nine, so that's quite economical yeah. and you can be a Jedi Master who doesn't want to be a Jedi Master yeah. smartwatches they're saying they're going to sell well especially the KidZoom smartwatch DX from VTech VTech can have that kind of market cornered really. I, I had a VTech laptop when I was a kid and I loved that it made a noise every time you got a question right you yeah. did a calculated quizzes and it goes do 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 you remember that yeah I do it made learning fun uh, you actually take pictures and videos but they're obviously really low quality but kids go nuts for it and it's uh, 64 Um <laughs> these are all dollar prices but these way. are all dollar prices but in fact uh, if you're a listing and you have euros in your country it's almost the same now so it's yeah, yeah, it's on. give or take, <laughs> give or take, uh, two dollars I think is in the difference, uh, euros the other way I should say, and uh, it, from the the preschooler point of view, the the bright beats dance and move beat bow is a little robot thing beat bow from Fisher Price is said to be leading the way for the the preschool kitties, and thankfully that's only forty dollars, so <laughs> <laughs> it won't bankrupt you. In fairness preschool kids get them a hunk of cardboard and say use your imagination they don't know the difference that's some play-doh that's that stuff is cheap and it's good uh i'll be a brilliant father here's some cardboard kiddo have a nice christmas 
robotic toys are set to explode they're saying um you know like you know but I, I do you mean that, that literally or figuratively figuratively because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if, if you mean it literally that's a fairly important parental warning but there's there's a bunch of them um i, I don't like they're saying that like this is a new phenomenon but they've always been around I think. yeah they've been remote control cars going back into the 90s but uh here's a list of the, the top five most popular for christmas little live pets cl- uh clever keith from moose toys interactive it's a singing and talking bird. He responds to your voice. That sounds mixed messages. They're called moose toys. Fifty nine ninety nine. Imagine next Ultra T-Rex from Mattel's uh, Fisher Price. Sounds cool. That sounds cool. Ultra, t- Ultra T-Rex does sound pretty cool. In the year of Jurassic World too. It's a robotic dinosaur that has sound effects. It walks. It uh, it stands and it fires projectiles from t- night. Ninety nine T-Rex fires projectiles. Why does a T-Rex need to fire projectiles? How does he do it too? Because he has those tiny little raptor arms. It must come out of his mouth or something. Gar, watch the Discovery Channel. I'm sure they breed fire or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> fire breeding dinosaurs. That, that's a little bit steep, that one. Uh, for real friends, they've been around for a few years. Star Lily, my magic unicorn from Hasbro. It's a robotic unicorn with a horn that lights up. Uh, was featured on the toy show last night. Mm. Also can spread her flutter wings. Flutter wings? And... As with all uh, Buzz toys this this year, <laughs> it connects to an app. It has yeah, its own app. That's stupid. For a, a very steep one hundred nineteen ninety nine. It is quite large. Yeah. But buy your kid a teddy bear. It does the same thing. Yeah. It just doesn't connect to an app. It connects to them in real life. Fisher Price again for the next one. It's a smart toy bear. Uh, it's a kind of a plush bear that connects smart to it. Smart toys. That connects smart to it. Smart toys, Ken. I know. It, Garrett, let me finish the thing and then you can rant. Okay? I can rant about smart toys. It connects to an app and customizes uh, based on the child's preferences. So your teddy bear has the personality of your child, basically. But it has interactive learning elements. Uh, it talks and listens, remembers what your child says, and even responds to when spoken. That's not bad. I think that's pointless, though. It's not. Uh, it's it's ninety nine ninety nine, which is not a bad price. Just for get that. him a regular teddy bear. The child projects the personality onto it anyway. It doesn't need to give you its own. That ruins the imagination. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, I'm finished with interactive toys now, Gary. Yeah, uh, that makes you feel better. They're dumb. Um, pie face. Pie face. It's a it's a loaf of dirty. I don't get it. It's like a little game. Like you twist the, you put like shaving foam or whipped cream or a wet sponge on the hand, and you twist the handle, and it could go off in any minute. It's like Bookaroo, except you get pie faced. You could literally do that yourself and not pay twenty bucks for it. It's it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, uh, I don't understand what the t- point it is of it is. Like, well, someone has to ra- name a random number and you have to turn the handle that many times. Yeah, but like you just say a high number, seventeen. Yeah, it's I I really don't get it. It's stupid. And uh, Paw Paw Patroller uh, mm-hmm. from Spin Master. Uh, it's a spin. It's a, a show. Uh, a, a toy truck based on that the Nickelodeon show. Paw Patrol, which I'm told is like big a big deal. I hadn't really heard of I've it. I've never heard recently. of it, but the, even the title Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, sounds adorable. It's really big among, amongst the small kitties, anyway. It's it, it features a working elevator, functional command center, and has sound effects, and it's fifty nine ninety nine. So it's not that bad, really. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap up, uh, always popular are the you know the the motorized toys. Yeah. Kids kids love to kind of kids race get drones now. Yeah, saw that in the toy show. Kids have drones. Yeah, and they have pretty okay cameras on them. Like, yeah. like I thought you had to have some kind of license to fly those. I think it depends on how high you go. Yeah, I and it, it depending whether or not you're on your own land. Uh, Anki Overdrive for one hundred forty nine ninety nine. It's it's a it's a track that goes on a tabletop. If it's on a tabletop, but it's basically controlled from your iPad or iPhone. You could like you don't have controllers. It's like a virtual controller. 
ruins the fun. So basically, if you add on an app, you add on another $50, $60 <laughs> yeah. is what we found. Uh, this sounds cool in fairness. Marvel Avengers XPV remote control smash Hulk vehicle from Jack Pacific. It's a remote control Hulk that smashes, flips, and does wheelies. Hulk does wheelies? It's like Hulk mixed with a car. Hulk car. Hulk car. $69.99. And uh, Nerf always features. Nerf. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, it's uh, it's their newest version, uh, Nerf Rival. It's a it's it's a blaster basically. It has a trigger lock and high impact rounds. That sounds sure. dangerous. It does. For trigger tw- lock and high impact rounds sounds like things you shouldn't be giving children. <laughs> no, it's forty nine ninety nine for the twelve hundred blaster and twenty four ninety nine for the seven hundred blaster. The best thing about Nerf is that it's one letter away from Nerf. Nerf. But uh, one thing that AP didn't mention was Lego. But uh, Lego is always, it's, it's, it's like the most profitable to- child's toy in the world. At the moment. And it's a good child's toy because yeah. you get basic sets and children use their imagination. I'm fine with Lego. I don't have a problem with Lego until they make smart Lego and then that's dumb. One side note on Lego, they actually admitted that they would not be able to meet demand for Christmas this year. So it's, it's so high that they're not able to na- make enough bricks in time. They don't want to either. Yeah. They want to have that little that little gap, that little... Everyone wants it. The bit, of, the, bit, the bit of gold dust around the Lego. But it's kind of funny. Like, they went from nearly being bankrupt, but then... Turning about themselves entirely around. Being, like, the top children's toy on Christmas year after year. Probably due to the, the commercial uh, partnerships with the likes of Marvel and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Simpsons and, and everything. Yeah. Everything has a Lego set these days. You can make your own Millennium Falcon out of Lego. So it is a really clever thing to do. It is. I'm sorry they didn't do it. That's all the stories we have for you. More on next week's episode. Just time for a quick break, and we will be right back for a chat on the toys of Christmas past. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download every Sunday at soundcloud.com slash the weekend show. Welcome back to the Weekend Show. We all have those fond Christmas memories of waking up at ungodly hours and running to the Christmas tree to see what Santa has left us on Christmas Eve. I can still picture opening those great toys that I'd wanted after so many months and feel the delight as I rushed to free it from its packaging. Equally, I can still taste the bitter disappointment of a toy that was not so coveted, or worse, one you couldn't wait to get that ended up being a flop. So this week, we bring you the top five best and worst toys from Christmas past. Gar, I believe you've taken the worst list because your personality is best described as something similar to Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm a 23-year-old curmudgeon. You just admitted it in the last segment. You are curmudgeon, so give us the rundown. My first one, my first utter disappointment of Christmas, was a Pikachu teddy bear. We should say this is number five. Yes, it's number five. These aren't really listed five to one. They're, they're just five in general. Yeah. One isn't the worst, though it's kind of the worst. But Pikachu. Not that I had an objection to the Pikachu in particular. I still, in fact, have that particular Pikachu. It's a perfectly fine, nice Pikachu. The yeah. problem was, Ken, I wanted an Agumon. Ah, Okay. This was like 98, 99. You were a Digimon kid? Yeah, I was, especially for the TV show. Because yeah. Digimon games were quite mediocre. The Digimon World game on PS1, which was fun, but very obtuse. Yeah. What I liked about Digimon is they could turn back into the cute thing. Yeah. They went back. to they they become utter destroying machines and then went back. And they got around that in uh, Pokemon by just not having them evolve for some reason. Yeah. Squirtle just didn't evolve. Bulbasaur just didn't evolve. <laughs> They need stones to evolve with the, the get out of jail free card or something. Yeah, well, Pikachu needed a stone. Yeah. He got away with it. 
Squirtle and Bulbasaur, second they hit level 16, Ken, they should have evolved. 32, yeah. they should have evolved again. And Ash has had, had them for like 15 years. That's not even an exaggeration. He has had them for 15 years. Okay, here. Agumon? Agumon. I wanted an Agumon, and they didn't get me an Agumon. Like, like you would have thought they were more readily available. Yeah, I would have thought no one wanted Agumon. Everyone would have wanted Pikachu, unless they're like, eh, Pikachu, close enough. <laughs> but I, I can see what you mean. It doesn't really do anything. No. It's just a teddy. Yeah. If you squeeze and it said Pikachu, it might at least have some value. Yeah. But, but I don't... Uh, it was a perfectly fine Pikachu, as I said, Ken. Perfectly fine Pikachu. It just wasn't an Agumon. Okay, so... And then I could spin him around and go, Agumon, like, Warp Digivolve too? And I'd be disappointed because he doesn't actually Warp Digivolve. We've only got about an hour for this car. So are all these rants about what you didn't get or did this... Um, Number four? Uh, Furby. Yeah, enough said. They're creepy. <laughs> They're super creepy. And then they made a comeback like last year or the year before and they were like the top toy for Christmas again. They're just so creepy though. They were the top selling uh, like yes, Christmas toy. Yes, top selling creepy. You were going to say creepy because yeah. they're creepy. Top selling Christmas toy like literally two, a decade apart. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't. It's just look at them. They're small little weird rat looking things with giant googly eyes that say things that are terrifying and they're creepy. Number three, Gar. They're, they're like gremlins turned into Christmas Gremlins toys. are cool, Gar. We're like gremlins. Don't don't speak badly about the Grand. Okay. <laughs> Number... Also a Christmas movie. Is it? Yeah, kind of. Is it Santa Christmas? I think it is. It's, uh, there's, there's some weird Christmas. Like Iron Man 3 is set at Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Which is like, okay, even though it was released in July. We'll talk about this in a future episode, perhaps. Yeah. I've been lobbying to do a second Christmas episode. Christmas I... the sequel. Yeah, Christmas songs and Christmas movies. But um, number three, those automatic car track things. Yeah. That where you, I agree with you here. Yeah, where you set it up and the car goes around it automatically, usually by some, it's propelled in some way, and then it goes around it, and then you never use it again. <laughs> Partly because either the controller, the controllers were always really flimsy, they always broke really easily. Yeah. It worked by basically a static ele electricity, I seem to remember, Yeah. which never worked. Because there, there, there are two versions. There's kind of the regular go around the track one. Yeah. And then there's the one where it goes through like loop-de-loops and stuff based on momentum. Yeah, and they neither worked most of the time. Yeah, it would get to the top of the loop, and then the traction would stop, and yep. it would just fall off. Or like the track would, like the electricity, you know, the static electricity would not work, and like, or like it would go halfway around the track and just get stuck and stop. Yeah, they're the garbage. And yeah. you use it once, maybe twice, never again. You lost a piece of the track. You lost one of the cars. You lost one of the controllers. Even if you still have it, what's the point? Goes around. Oh look, it goes around. Oh look, it went around again. Oh, you're supposed to be able to race, but like, like the the cars don't go faster than each other. So I don't understand what the yeah, I don't understand what the it's point. Was. It's stupid. Just get people jinkies and let them come up with their own things. Number two, girl, we mentioned this at the bottom of the last segment. Yes, Nerf guns. Now this isn't necessarily a present I got that I was disappointed with. It's a present I got someone else that I deeply, deeply regret. Uh, one year we we got brother Ed. Yes. Uh, we got him the teenage... Who at the time was like in his mid-twenties. Yes. Uh, we got him the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles box set. Yes. Which was... It, it's, it's in the little turtle van and it's all the DVDs of the original series. He has yet to, to use it. I think he's watched like one episode. And he left one of the DVDs out on his... Like, because like, it goes into the case and like he just left one of the DVDs out to totally get scratched yeah. for like a whole year on his on his dresser. And that's the coolest present we've ever gotten him. So thoughtful. Because he loved the turtles and he didn't get a turtle van when he was a child. So we got him the turtles Aww. DVDs in a turtle van. 
Aww. Look how nice we are. Me, exactly. and, me and Ken went in on it. We got it together because we're loving brothers and we love Ed. But to misdirect him, we got him a Nerf gun. Yes. To make him think we got him something terrible for Christmas. And then he gleefully embraced it. Yes. We made a horrible, horrible mistake getting Ed a Nerf gun. Ed yeah. was not the kind of person you should ever, ever give a Nerf gun to. Because contrary to popular belief, they actually kind of hurt. They do. I don't know why people get these for their children because they, they, they're just death machines. It encourages children to shoot at each other, which is not good in any context. Never, never mind the fact that the little foam things hurt. Yeah, they do hurt. And Ed still has it. And, and occasionally it, it's kind of motorized because you hear you hear it make the noise because it's run on batteries. And you run away. Yeah, you just hear the, the noise it makes when it boots up. But my main problem with them is that uh, more often than not, the Nerf darts get lost. We have eight of them now. Somehow we've only managed to lose two of them in the three or so years since we got them it. But if you're to get the new ones, the little packs, uh, refresher packs, they're actually really expensive. Yeah. I remember we, we told them we got them something amazing. And then on Christmas Eve, we went down to Tesco to yeah. try and find him a decoy present. Yeah. Which we spent quite a bit of money on. I think it cost like 30 bucks. 20, 25 bucks or something. That's besides the point. Number one, gear. Number one is a general thing. Tying back into the, the, the automatic car track things. Short attention span toys. Can you give some more examples? I can't remember. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the point. Yeah. And yeah, I saw a bunch of them on the Late Late Show last night. Even Ryan Tuberty's like, yep, that'll keep kids entertained for five minutes. Yeah. And it's just those toys that have one little gimmicky thing that they do. And then you never see them again. Yeah. Stupid. Waste of time. Get kids action figures. Action figures you can at least do lots of things with. Use your imagination. This guy has been hammering home yeah. this entire I've become podcast. a curmudgeon, Ken. Just a horrible person who doesn't like anything Christmassy. Well, I like lots of Christmassy things, but the toys, the toys are stupid, Ken. They're descending into madness. And even, even action figures. I'm going to go on an action figure rant now, Ken. Go ahead, Ken. They're tiny. They are. They're so small these days. It's like you pay 13 bucks for what used to be a relatively decently sized action figure. It would fit in your hand. Yeah, but now you just, just, they're like miniatures and they're flimsy and they break easily. Like I saw like, it was like, yeah, it was like Iron Man, but they're tiny. They're like... They're not even like six inches or something. Yeah. And they cost like 15 bucks. Yeah. And it was, like, what? it was in Tesco and they have these WWE figures. And, you know, the old Jack's toys used to come with actual items, you know, like steel chairs or tables or ladders or belts. Yeah. Whereas these ones, they, they came with a cardboard steel chair. It was just a hunk of cardboard in the shape and painted as a steel chair. That's just cheap. And it cost like 14 euro. Came with like a John Cena who also looked flimsy and looked very little like John Cena. After I recorded a podcast once with Rob Reed, we, we recorded the Brit Press Roundtable, which you should go listen to. We, we went uh, on a bit of a journey of discovery through WWE action figures and we were trying to work out how little they looked like their source material. In particular, look at Summer Rae because she has dead soulless eyes and she will haunt you till you die. Rant over? Rant over. Best toys. And now is the moment you've been waiting for. It's the time for the best, which I will deliver in a manner not dissimilar to Santa Claus himself. Except that I don't have a red suit or a reindeer, and he'd probably have an easier time fitting down your chimney. You're wearing a red shirt. I am. Well, it's kind of maroon coloured. but It's red. I'm colourblind, so here I we go. I think I'm colourblind too. Yeah. I failed that test. That was very frustrating, because it's where you have to see the numbers in the thing, and it's like, I don't, I don't see the numbers. Stop picking on me. I don't see the numbers. 
Jared, we don't have enough time for a therapy we, we'll session. Do a, yeah, we'll do a whole podcast on colorblindness. Here we go. At number five is Tamagotchi. Ta- uh, yes. The, uh, around, I think it was the mid-90s, late-90s, it was like one of the most sought-after toys. There was various different animals you could get. Uh, there was even one around the, there was a, uh, the 1998 World Cup. The mascot was like a little rooster fella. You could get a special one for the World Cup. I really liked the idea of it, like just a little pet you can carry around because we never really had pets. And yeah, it was just like I still don't trust dogs because we didn't have. It pets. seemed really advanced technology at the time, even though it's just LCD and a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, little the, computer chip inside. Some some beeping. <laughs> yeah, but like the funny thing about it was, I didn't know how to use it, so every time I needed to feed my Damagotchi or clean up his poo, I had to get my dad to do it. <laughs> dad, that, that's 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 a real life pet. Yeah. You think you're going to take on all the responsibility until you realize you don't really want any of the responsibility, so you fawn it off on your parents. Yeah, he used to go nuts. He was just like, learn to do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, But they were fun things, and like, I, uh, they, they tried to make a comeback as well, didn't they? Yeah, I think they're still kicking about. In recent years. But, uh, you know, like you could say they teach kids responsibility, but as we just learned, they don't. Yeah, but they teach kids morality when the thing dies. <laughs> but it's like a little cool thing you can cry on your pockets like, look, I got a Tamagotchi. I'm so you... high tech and, and modern. And when you take it out, oh wait, it's dead. Yeah. And then you have to, re- you have to like push the little button in the back to reboot it and start do, it again. Do toys still have the little button in the back? I like the little button in the back. Yeah, just to reboot it. My, uh, my uh, France 98 Tamagotchi because I had one of those as well. I left him for a really long time and he was still alive so it's quite like, he was like, well wait, done. Well waiting done. for you. It's like, Ken, come back again i'll live i'll live forever for you so i was surprised didn't die uh and uh, i came back to him and uh i i, I took care of him because i felt guilty oh but uh yeah usually they die so it's it's <laughs> yeah he, he clung to life for 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 waiting for the day i would return to him number four gar it's an easy one game boy yep the old yellow brick yeah uh, we got uh, Super Mario Mario Land, the original one. Yeah, and it, it's just like at the time, it just blows your mind. It's like it's a game on a t- in my hands. Yeah, uh, it's more advanced than the Tamagotchi. Yeah, Super Mario Land is a very good game. Very good. Like it's it's actually really hard. Yeah, it's a hard game to play. I finished it recently. because uh, it's on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console. If you have a 3DS, you can play Super Mario Land if you like. I think mm-hmm. it's like a fiver on the shop, maybe yeah. a little less. Yeah, great game, great soundtrack. Yeah. But uh, it's the Game Boy. Uh, it was like it was kind of limited at first because, you know, the cartridges were expensive and you could only have so many. But I remember, like, I don't think I got it. I think Ed got it. But yeah, we all I got to, we all got to use it, and it was just like being bewildered. It's like, where does it plug in? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what are these one hundred and fifty tiny things? It just sucks up batteries. But uh, it, it's but like it's one of those things that it, it, it's kind of the memorable for the fact that it was kind of a milestone in gaming. It's a milestone in in children's entertainment. And it's memorable because of that big yellow brick, the yeah. original one. Yeah, which we still had for a long time. It worked yeah. for it worked for about twenty years, I think. It, uh, do we still have it anywhere? We still have it. Stop working now. Because I, I still have my GBA, my Game Boy Advance still works. Yeah, it it doesn't work anymore, but it, it lasts a good. Uh, we do actually still have that Super Mario Land cartridge, but that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, which is disappointing. I tried to because uh, before I bought it on the 3DS, I tried to get the old one working, and it wouldn't. Number four is WWF figurines and play sets. Three, Ken. Yes, number three. Yes. Learn to count, Ken. That's what I said, Gar. Sure. But yeah, WWF figures. Uh, as you said, back when uh, Jax made them, they were a lot more uh, substantial and yeah. sophisticated. I don't like the Mattel ones. I remember just like, I, like just like I got my own uh, 
uh, ring. Uh, like I was like I I made my own ring for I made my own ring for a while because I didn't I didn't have the money to have a ring or I didn't have pocket money to save up for one. And, yeah. But I got finally got my own ring and I had a cage with it. And like I remember one Christmas I really wanted the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah. As in, like the entrance way for the wrestlers, like that was I was more interested in, in doing the entrances than actually having the actual matches because they they had like some of the preset entrance music. So there was yeah. like uh, I think about ten of them. They had little gimmicks on their feet, so if you uh, line it up on the track on the entrance way, it was like people. Yeah, or play the Undertaker's theme song, or yeah. I think Xbox was there too for some bizarre reason. Yeah, or Stone Cold or whatever. Or rock, yeah. Uh, so I just think, as you said, it goes back to a time where, like, you know, uh, you know, I loved wrestling growing up, and you 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 spent hours just like making out your matches and making out your cards and having your events, and uh, it just uh it just required a bit more imagination and and it, it kept me entertained for hours on end. So I still have all of mine. Yes, I do. You do, and a, a, a lot a of big, yours, a big box. Yeah, because we we each had our own separate little collection. We did. Number two, Gar, is the Pokemon Nintendo games. Ah, uh, good old Pokemons. In particular, uh, Pokemon Red and Blue. We had Red, I believe. Yeah. Did you not get Blue? I don't think I did because I didn't have my own Game Boy. Oh, yeah, because traditionally we would have both bought the, the separate Pokemon game. Yeah, because Blue is my favorite color. Yeah. But uh, it's just, again, it's kind of a, one of those things like with the Pokemon fads, like you had all the Pokemon toys. You got Pokemon plushies, which didn't do much. Pikachu. I got a little Pikachu character that said pikachu but then you uh, as you said it was short attention span toys were they how's he over there yeah uh are we, are we talking about that one or did you get another one i got a different one That's oh a, yeah i remember him he was cute yeah it, it's cute i got a charmander one as well and a meowth which was like really like meowth <laughs> meowth is cool ken meowth that's right yeah but it, it talked and it, it sat there uh so it's, it's like <laughs> you and uh, you liked it so much you got another one when you're in japan yeah and we got a pokedex well that's decorative i would say but right. like, it's uh, we got a pokedex which was quite cool the pokedex nice. was super cool so I, i'm gonna sneak in two here so it's the pokemon games and the pokedex because the rest of them kind of you're just kind of figuring you and, and like you kind of play pokemon for a while but there's not much you could do with them with the pokemon games you got to live the live the story yeah it's a that's a 30 40 hour game you get to live the story and with the pokedex like you uh i remember like i was like if i don't get this i'm gonna freak out <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be like a tiny kid that freaks out but uh the pokedex was you could type in the number and it will give you all the information of, about the pokemon and a little picture yeah so you felt like a pokemon trainer and it beeped yeah and it was uh, again it was an lcd kind of thing so it was just little little lines basically yeah but like you know like you, you know you, you can imagine you're a pokemon trainer and carry it around you yeah. with you for a while but um, we both got one there was two of them in the house i don't like because we couldn't share we, we couldn't share things again we hated each other as children but so the, the, that was at the height of the pokemon fad and i'll still play pokemon games to this day because they are entertaining but getting those on christmas morning it's, it's, it's a great way to spend christmas morning and the pokedex was badass yeah can i throw in an honorable mention before you do number one we'll, we'll do again the Power Rangers Megazord. Oh my god, awesome. I know. It was the, the five different Zords. Uh, you had the, the, the pterodactyl, the, the frog. Was it a pterodactyl? No, pterodactyl was from... Oh, it was a crane. Original, it's a crane. This, crane. Is the, this is the movie version you're talking about. Yeah, pterodactyl, bear, lion, and monkey? Is that it? No. No. <laughs> uh, there was, the, there was the, the crane. Yeah, the frog. The frog. The bear, bear, the wolf, wolf, and the monkey, monkey, yeah. And then there was the falcon, which was sold separately because it's a jip. Yeah. And then you you had them as individual zords, and then you could combine them into the megazord. 
I, I lost the head. I got yeah. I got this off my aunt and Gareth commandeered it because he liked it as well. Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, it was awesome and I loved it. I like I still played with it. I played it for years. Yeah. And, uh, Even I still only had the individual swords. I played with those individual swords almost into my teens. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it uh, a lot more than the actual classic Megazord. Yeah. Some might like with the dinosaurs. Some might. Uh, Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Sabertooth Tiger, and Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, some might, uh, well, I'm here. Some might uh, dispute that, but it's yeah. my list, so fuck you. Yeah, that's honorable oh, mention. Language it's advisory. not your list. It's, <laughs> I've added it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one is just for sheer fond memories is Buzz Lightyear. For which I am deeply sorry. Yeah. Um, around the time Toy Story came out, um, the figures launched, and uh, obviously the the people who Pixar made the toy deal with, or Disney did, did not anticipate the, a popularity of Toy Story because uh, they uh, did not make enough of them. Not nearly enough. Our poor dad apparently had a nightmarish time getting you this Bud Lightyear. Yeah, he had to use all these contacts. I think he had to go to Bandon, which is like an hour away, hour and a half away. Yeah. To, uh, to finally get one. Like, he was like, like, everyone, like, I really wanted one. And like, I even remember them trying to manage my expectations by going, oh, Santa might not be able to get uh, it. The old Santa. Santa has a lot of kids he has to get yeah. toys to. You might not get what you want. And, uh, like, I, I only, Pikachu. Yeah, I only found out the story later, but he like he might like go around to all the different shops, like trying to find out like where when the shipment would come in. Like it's kind of like the, the the premise of the, of the film Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Uh, Except he didn't dress as a giant uh, Buzz Lightyear at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's plenty of. Woody's Woody's wasn't uh, an issue. That's that's just speaks to the story of Toy Story. Exactly, it, everybody it? wanted Toy uh, 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 Lightyear, and nobody wanted Woody. So it's actually kind of funny how it mirrored re- uh, the story mirrored real life. Um, eventually, you know, there was a shipment came in, and he actually managed to get his hands on one. Uh, I remember clearly, actually, remember opening the packaging and going, <gasps> <laughs> "It's Buzz Lightyear!" It was really big too. It was really big, a really good, substantial toy. It was by Fisher Price, I think. I seem to remember. I, th- I think it was my Fisher Price, and I remember saying, "Oh my God, it's Buzz Lightyear!" And my mom going, "No, it's not. You're lying." <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, oh, "Santa brought it." She really sold it. In fairness to mom, and I used to, uh, I, it wasn't a teddy bear. It was a, a, a solid plastic item. But I used to sleep with him and everything, and flying oh. around the place. And I broke it. He broke it. I broke it. I'm so sorry. Uh, me and Gar sometimes didn't get on when we were younger. Yeah, we had we had rough patches. So he uh, he broke it. Did he, I break it out of malice? Yeah, you dropped. You just. I don't remember breaking it out of malice, but I probably did. I'm yeah, terrible. and then I had to kind of tape the leg back on. I still have him. He's not. He's a little worse for wear. But Is he in the thing in the, the sitting room? Yeah, I used to sleep with him. I, I used to, uh, it, it was really gonna one of the, like literally one of the fondest memories of Christmas was getting my Buzz Lightyear. Your so that's buzz. why he's number one. To infinity and beyond. What do you think of our countdowns? Tweet us your own lists at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Time for another break before our Netflix Christmas Gift Guide 2015. Stick around. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You're listening to the Weekend Show with Gar and Ken Kidney. It's time again for Netflix, but this week we thought we would tweak things a little and bring you some carefully curated gift ideas available for purchase on the World Wide Web. The weekend show, making your Christmas shopping easier since 2015. We want to do this now in order to kind of give you some time to actually order the stuff because it's all based online and you know they say as a rule of thumb that you, you should leave yourself about four weeks before Christmas if you want it to arrive on time. 
So, you know, in, in order to avoid the postal rush, we're going to give it to you early. So aren't we thoughtful, Gary? We're very good. We're, we're, we're saving the world of Christmas rush. I'm going to kick us off with this one. Go on. Uh, my first one is Loot Crate, available on lootcrate.com. It's basically a monthly subscription detail uh, 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 box. So what, what you get is every month has a theme. So, for example, there's heroes or villains or or a space. And you get a, a, a box of uh, curated geeky items uh, uh, in, to, your, to, your, to your home every month. So, uh, for example, uh, it could be a T-shirt. It could be a fun, a fun co pop figure. It could be what what I, I got like a, a Space Invaders tie one time. Uh, yeah, other things were like um, Tetris stickers, like little cool little nerdy items that are fun. Uh, to like based on the theme to your door, to your door. Um, I got an Assassin Creed Assassin's Creed coin from assassins so like little, cute little things uh the, the the thing like some i will say that sometimes there's stuff that you won't necessarily want regift it exactly so like <laughs> if you have nephews or if your friends just kind of say hey do you want this cool thing and they think you're cool for giving you an, a nice look, look at this very thoughtful present i bought you for certain didn't get for myself and didn't want exactly yeah the thing about new i i wouldn't subscribe to loot crate for like 12 months on end yeah because you will have a pile of stuff so you can actually opt in on a monthly basis. So you can say, I want this crate because this theme appeals to me. Yeah. They've actually started doing uh, special crates now. So the average crate is about 20 uh, to $30. Uh, if you're in Ireland, it's about 40 euro. Uh, 30, 40 euro a is month. That? Yeah. Is it that much? It can be now, yeah. uh, depending on delivery. But uh, they're starting doing special crates now. Uh, so like there's a Star Wars theme one. There's a, a, a Star Trek one. There's a Doctor Who one, which I've actually purchased because I wanted to get myself a Christmas present that I didn't know what was going to be in it. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just a it's they've got exclusive collect collectibles, custom made, uh, not available in stores. They have kind of partnerships where they make stuff just for the boxes, so it's kind of cool that way. The the present from me for me is a long-standing Ken tradition. So uh, the new crates are a bit more expensive, but they are gift crates. They're specifically designed for uh, gifts. Uh, I, I've ordered a Doctor Who one, so I'll, I'll report back on that when I get it. So you can get subscriptions of varying lengths. So you, as you say, you don't have to commit to it for 12 months. So, you know, you could just give the gift of a, of a, a three or four crate subscription. Or you could even just look at the, what the gift crates have to offer because they have various nerdy things like they have Gears of War and they have uh, Call of Duty and stuff like that as well. So you could basically kind of... Uh, either get them a subscription or just kind of get them a one-off one that appeals to their tastes. So that's Loot Crate, available at lootcrate.com and it does ship internationally. Our second one is Etsy. Uh, Etsy is kind of an online store where uh, it's kind of like an open marketplace where uh, crafters post their sh uh, their items and they, they sell them through the, the site. Uh, the reason I like e Epsi, uh, Etsy, Ep it's not Epsi, it's Etsy. Epsi. <laughs> Is that they have gifts kind of for every budget. Uh, all the shops are are different. So like some stuff like are really high end, so it's really expensive. And then you can go down like you can kind of get kind of really thoughtful and customized presents because if you're a nerd, because a lot of these have kind of nerd theme, theme. Nerd things. This is a nerd podcast. Let's face it. Yeah. So like any nerd, nerddom or fandom you can think of, there's items, uh, handmade items on Etsy, and some of them are really really high quality. For example, you got me for my birthday. 
handmade Pokemon badges. Yes, I did. Made by Busy Bee Pr Bees Print. Um, that's a shop. That's B-U-S-Y-B-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-T. Uh, basically nerd-centric collectibles and items for everyday use. Uh, like mugs with slogans, mouse mats, toys, jewellery. Like I recently got some uh, the the replica badges, really really high quality. They're really nice. Like, in fairness, like anything where you have everybody able to access it, there's some stuff that's not so great. There's obviously total rubbish on Etsy. <laughs> but these shops I've actually used myself, so and, I can and all carry this is, is user reviewed as well. So just check yeah. star ratings and and feedback. I also got some Star Trek cufflinks from Busy Bees Print, and they're just like really nicely like nicely finished. Uh, uh, very high quality very polished finished very quick to arrive and they even give you a coupon for your next purchase so if you're smart about it you could actually get one thing then get another thing separately and get it cheaper keep on piling up presents like that uh another shop i wanted to mention on etsy was covered with a k k-o-v-e-r-e-d because it's an internet thing and has to spell things wrong yeah a lot of your friends and loved ones will be getting uh phones and tablets for christmas covered to handmade wooden covers as you might expect for for your ipads and your phones so they do most major phones uh including iphone samsung ipads and more uh, i've used them myself for my recent purchase uh, of for my samsung phone uh it's just an excellent customer service they actually like email you when we're with shipping updates advice for best installing the device into the cover really prompt delivery and thoughtful and attractive packaging which is kind of a hallmark of etsy itself is this is it actually wooden like made out of wood yeah that's cool uh, I, I thought it was like I've, I've seen it i thought it was like it wood wood like uh styled like wood yeah, yeah no it's made out of actual wood they're yeah, that's cool. uh, they're really really well made and they're unique they're things that people don't have like my one costs about uh to get delivered about 40 euro Ooh. but they are they are really attractive cases and they're they are they, they they vary in price and they, they do protect the phone quite well uh another one is player one clothing uh garrett and myself have both got items from this store uh they're hoodies jackets t-shirts and hats with themes from popular games movies and tv shows in particular pokemon final fantasy dragon ball uh all very high quality very stylish very very cool prints very high quality prints on like nice attractive uh, graphic design and good quality uh, fast delivery and also a coupon for your next purchase so yeah. if you're clever again you can get the max out of that i just want to mention as well uh etsy local is a recent uh, feature they've added to their app and I, i'm not sure if it's on the website but they it features local pop-up shops and craft fairs that you can find unique handmade gifts and other items uh, so like you know stuff that won't be presented to the masses on christmas day like stuff that not a lot of people will have yeah. and that's what makes it special and you're supporting independent people as well not these yeah. like hasbro or mattel these people, large giant companies people trying to make a bit of money make a bit of a living kind of out of their craft um it's all reviewed so like if you stick with the reviews you can't really go wrong and gift cards are also available for etsy if you don't want to make a decision for, on behalf of your <laughs> significant other yeah and if you're one of these people that likes to buy local to stay local there are plenty of local uh crafters as well yeah so it's it's a really great website uh, and i can't recommend it enough uh next i want to talk about something that's that's people don't like it's kind of a no-brainer but people don't think of giving the gift of entertainment yeah uh, in particular, Netflix, Netflix, Spotify and iTunes all have gift cards available in major retailers, including Tesco in the UK and Ireland and Best Buy in the US and Canada. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's an affordable gift because they have many denominations, so you can kind of 
whatever your budget is, you can kind of get it. So you kind of get, even if you got Netflix for one or two months and say, look, I got you a Netflix subscription. Yeah. It's it's kind of a, one thing I would say, it's it's not a burdenous gift because if you don't want to continue with it after that, that's your choice. But, you know, you're not, you're not giving them something as such. You're just kind of giving them something for a while. Yeah. I signed up to Spotify yesterday, actually. Yeah. It's, it's like, did you do free or? 99 cent for three months. Oh yeah, so, I had like one twenty six in my bank account, <laughs> but uh, Spotify are kind of doing that uh, in, uh, as a response to Apple Music trying to get people back. Um, we don't recommend title. That sounds stupid. Yeah, or just get uh, someone a ninety nine cent for three months subscription to Spotify <laughs> and pretend it was more expensive. I remember as a kid. Do you remember this guy? Uh, one year we got uh, as a two little booklets, and one was a uh, a booklet with uh, X amount of free cinema tickets. Uh, it's all upgraded to gift cards now. And the other was a little vouchers book with from uh, a, a selection of McDonald's meals, like free meals, like you exchange it for a free meal. And like literally, like I know it wasn't one of those presents that you get to keep and it doesn't last. But I think I remember it as one of the best presents I ever got because it, it provided many, many weekends of entertainment. I like cinema. I like a, films. It provides a lot of fun. Uh, McDonald's still do gift cards if you're if you're looking to kind of combine this gift for the kiddies. Uh, if you want to follow that idea I just gave you there. And uh, Omniplex in Ireland, Odeon Cinemas in the UK, and AMC Theatres in the USA all provide gift cards. So it's it's a nice little thing. It's like, like you give them, uh, say, 50 euros, 50 dollars, 50 pounds, and they go to the cinema for, for, for four or five visits. And it kind of... Go that, see a lot of films. Yeah, So it's and you could see all the, the major upcoming films i think it's really what do you think I, I wouldn't mind people giving me cinema trips <laughs> for, for christmas yeah lastminute.com is if you're if you're into if you're gonna want to take things to the next level especially with your your loved one or significant other make sure the relationship is strong enough to last through the trip though yeah it, basically it's a travel and leisure website to have cheap flights and accommodation for that getaway surprise Excellent deals on theater tickets in both the West End and Broadway in New York. So we have our listeners on both sides of the Atlantic covered. It's great because like not only can you get the cheap theater tickets, but it's a one-stop shop. So you can actually book the flight if you have to fly or you can book the hotels. You can book the whole trip within the website. I would subscribe to their to their email blasts because I know these can be annoying, but they actually email you with pretty good deals frequently. So it's I like worth, newsletters. It's worth getting. If I if I didn't have uh, if I didn't sign up to newsletters, I wouldn't receive emails. <laughs> yeah, so that's last minute available at lastminute.com or .ie.uk wherever you're from. It's an international website. It's been around since 1998, so it is very very uh, tenured and reputable. So there's no need to worry about, uh, you know, because I understand what using a new website sometimes you're worried if it's legit. But yeah. I can I can vouch for this one having used it myself to go to San Francisco. And the last one, Gar, uh, everyone likes to give the gift of a book at Christmas. It makes people feel smart. Yeah. So my last one is Just the Right Book at justtherightbook.com, coincidentally. It's a book subscription service. And the interesting thing about it is it's curated by book experts and tailored to the user's inputted taste. So like you say, my friend likes this and they like that, they don't like that. And they create a kind of a... a, a reading list for you and they send it out to you. Is this the one done by NPR? I'm not entirely certain. Uh, they might have something to do with it. It's uh, US based, but they do ship internationally. But this does add to the cost, so you need to think about that when you're. Uh, well, if they recommend the it. if they recommend the book, yeah, 
then you just go to a local retailer and buy it there. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't they can send it to you. I'm so. pretty sure I'm pretty sure NPR have a similar service where you put in your taste and they're like, yeah, maybe like this, maybe yeah. like this. Well, like that's recommendations. This is actually sending you out to a kind of yeah. like a, a loot crate thing. It's monthly, bi-monthly or quarterly. The quarterly is actually very affordable. It, it, it actually starts at $49 minus delivery. And uh, you can kind of go for a hard book, a hardback package, a paperback package or mixed. And the price options uh, vary depending on which one you choose. But there's one for all budgets. So as I said, it starts from 49. You could just give the gift of one every quarter. Or if you're feeling very, uh, very generous, it's 250 a year for, for a book every month. Hmm. Uh, and uh, all of this, as I said, depends on the, the package selected and the shipping. But it just basically takes the guesswork out of choosing a book for your gifty and gives them a nice surprise in the post that's well, tailored for them uh, as often as you would like. And it, it takes the guesswork out of your hands and puts it in someone else's. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, I think there's something nice. Like one of the things I try to do these days to, to use an analogy, is I don't watch many film trailers because I'd like to be surprised by a film if it's a big major film. But if it's a film like uh paper towns for example didn't watch the trailer didn't know anything about it and i like going into a film not knowing anything about it so i think the same thing could apply to books yeah you know just to kind of not have no preconceived uh, notions about reviews or or anything like that just kind of read it uh, from scratch not knowing anything about it and be surprised or maybe not like it but you know <laughs> just just uh, you know experience it for yourself you It'll know take you on an adventure was our christmas guide useful do you have some little known tips of your own do let us know on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And also be sure to tweet us snaps of your happy purchases at TWSKK. We will be right back with details on next week's episode and to say so ho ho long. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download every Sunday at soundcloud.com slash the weekend show. Okay, boys and girls, that's it for our Christmas episode. Although there could be a podcast of Christmas future. We don't know. Could be another one. Around Christmas. We probably will do another Christmas episode. Thank you for taking the time to click play or download on the podcast. As always, you can find a new episode every Sunday at soundcloud.com forward slash the weekend show. You can also track us down on the iTunes. If you like the show, why not write us a review on iTunes? If you don't, there will be a lot more names added to that naughty list. And then you'll become a coal billionaire. <laughs> yeah, as we know, as we mentioned earlier. If you need more weekend show in your life, you can relive the snippets of our best bits on YouTube. Just search TWSKK. If you're partial to the old social media, you can reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And where can they find us on Twitter, Gar? At TWSKK. Next week, we look back on Series 9 of Doctor Who, which comes to an end on Saturday, December 5th. Our theme music is by the very talented Mr. John. And until next time, say goodbye, Gar. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody.